Greetings, my friends, and welcome to the next episode of Hardwater Radio. This is Jason Archer. We are recording live under the umbrella of Hardwater One here in the Valley of the Sun. I'm joined today by Dr. Brianne Showman Brown, and we're going to be talking about all things squats and squat fault and getting her opinion on what we should and should not be doing here in the gym. So, Brianne, how's it going? It's doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. So, let's jump into this, and maybe you can just outline the... Maybe the top one, two, or three most common faults you see with squats in and around the gym. I'm going to say the two most common ones I see are increased forward trunk lanes. So when we say, you know, full depth squat, rather than getting those hips down further, we get more of just a forward lean. So our body becomes more horizontal rather than vertical. And the other major one that I see is those knees falling inward when they're going down to the squat, as well as when they're standing up out of it. So let's dive in a little deeper on each one uh, as we go through the podcast. So the the first one, maybe if you would just describe for us what a forward lean looks like, and then um, tell us what some potential causes of that are. So essentially, a good squat, we should have a nice upright torso, almost vertical torso, maybe just a slight little trunk lean forward. What can happen though is you will see an athlete, maybe yourself listening to this, that as you go into that squat, rather than your torso staying upright, you develop this increased forward lean. So you're almost not necessarily horizontal, but you're more horizontal at that point than you are vertical through your torso. Essentially, when you are in that bottom of squat position, just to give you a good frame of reference, your torso and your lower legs should be almost parallel to each other if you're in a proper position. And so how would you go about correcting that particular issue in an athlete? I'm gonna backtrack just a second. It depends on what's causing it. These forward lean positions can be caused by lack of mobility, issues or it can be caused by lack of motor control motor planning mechanical issues the way to test this out is holding on to something so using an upright in the rig an upright of the rig in the gym works really well for this go into your full depth squat keeping your heels down if you can get into this position with your heels down with your lower legs and your upright and your torso in that nice upright position almost parallel to each other you have the mobility to get there. From that point, it's retraining your body to be in that position and how to move to that position. The best way I like to start retraining this is literally having someone hold onto the rig, keeping their body nice and upright, and using that support of the rig as they go down into the squat, as they stand up out of the squat, and just start training their body from a supported, unweighted position, how to move from point A to point B and back to point A again. Let's touch on the valgus knee then. So first of all, um, very few people are probably going to know what valgus means. So let's explain <laughs> what that looks like and uh, draw a compare and contrast to between that and a proper knee positioning. And then also what causes that? So a valgus knee, uh, what that means is those knees are collapsing inward. So your knock knee basically. Correct. Correct. And it can be very drastic or it can be very subtle and just a brief moment of it happening, but either way, it can be problematic for people and it's gonna, it's less force generating as it happens. And so what would be some of the common causes or some of the causes that you've encountered uh, for seeing an athlete operate with a valgus knee? There's two primary causes and an athlete can have one of them or both of them. 
For me, I like to work from the ground up. The ground is where we generate our force from. The Our feet, I like to describe as the foundation of a building, that if our feet aren't stable and nice and controlled, then the rest of our bodies can't be nice and controlled. So. I will always start by looking at the foot control of a person, Mm -hmm. seeing how that is and how that relates up the chain, and then I will look at the hip control of the individual and see how that relates. But essentially, it can be either of them or both of them causing these knee valgus issues. Got it. And so once that's identified an athlete, you know, the next question is obviously, you know, how do we go about correcting that? Because that can be a serious issue. Yes, it, it can definitely be a serious issue. And it's easily correctable with the right knowledge and the right exercises for it. But ultimately what we do is, or what I like to do is first and foremost, I retrain the foot. I get the foot so that arch isn't collapsing, that the athlete knows how to control their arch, control their feet on um, that proper foot position. If we don't control the foot from the bottom, there's no way those knees can stay out. If we get those feet, the feet nice and controlled, those knees naturally almost have to stay out because when those feet have good arches, there's no way those knees can collapse inward for one. Along with that, uh, we check the hip strength, check the hip control. If the hips don't have the control, even if the knees are nice and the feet are nice and controlled we can still lack the control in our hips and allow those knees to fall in a little bit as well so it's a little bit of retraining both areas in order to get that good knee control and so i mean in looking at these two things i mean obviously i think every crossfit trainer coach in the world has seen these i'm sure that you know um in in all gyms this is an issue the forward lean both and the valgus knee Um, You know, so what are the long-term consequences of operating under these two conditions? You know, maybe take me through the forward lean, what the impact of that could be physically, and then uh, touch on the impact of the valgus knee. So starting off the forward lean, very similar to what we discussed when we were talking about the deadlift falls, is in order to, if you have this increased forward lean, your body somehow has to get back to an upright position. Typically what happens in order to get you there is you're firing those low back muscles again in order to stand you back up. So same injuries that we were talking about in the deadlift as far as these disc issues pressing on the nerves causing this pain down the legs is going to be your long term from this repetitive motion of this forward trunk lean. Yeah, it's almost like an ugly good morning, right? Essentially, yeah, essentially. Yeah, for sure. And so what about the valgus knee? What are we looking at there if we're not you know, on the ball about correcting that? The majority of issues with the valgus knee are going to be knee related. So whether we get what I call just medial knee pain, which is the inside side of that knee, getting some increased stress and strain on the ligaments that are there. The other common one that will happen is we'll get some irritation or possible tears in our meniscus, which is the kind of padding in between the two long bones of our knees. So as always, when you're on the show, the question, the last and final question for you is always the same, and that is, how does knowing this help us become highly functional? By correcting these faults and keeping these better movement patterns, it essentially lets us go longer and stronger. And there you have it, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Hardwater Radio. This is Jason Archer signing off on behalf of Dr. Brianne Showman-Brown. Be sure and check out her website at getyourfixpt.com. Check out CrossFitFSI.com and CrossFitNorthPhoenix.net if you want to jump into a gym here in the Phoenix area and online at hardwater.com for all your apparel needs. We'll see you in the next episode, guys. Thanks for listening.